Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It's October 11th, 2021. And how are you doing? I am just going to address right off the bat the fact that I opened last week's podcast with hi there (laughs) instead of hi all, which I think is funny. So um, I find that to be very interesting. And there was also a time when I was saying my catchphrase about being calm and balanced. And I used the words calm and grounded instead. So, you know, I don't know what it is. (laughs) You say a catchphrase for a year and a half and then you uh, say something totally different. But I thought it was worth noting that I did notice it (laughs) after the fact. But you know, there you go. I don't know what life lesson to take from that. (laughs) Um, uh, But none of us is perfect and we all need to be gentle with ourselves, right? So maybe that's the lesson. Um, moving on though so there is a lot of energy of course and there's a lot of energy astrologically so let's get to it shall we all right the 11th okay let's go back let's go back (laughs) until around the third So, uh, the sun was opposite Chiron retrograde. There was a nice trine between Mercury retrograde and Jupiter retrograde. Remember, Mercury is retrograde right now for another week and a half at least. So, that's going on. And there's still a lot of retrograde action happening. There's also Jupiter, Neptune, Chiron, Uranus... But good news, Saturn went direct, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, There were a couple of inconjuncts happening between Mercury retrograde and Neptune retrograde. I feel the need to say retrograde, otherwise it's easy to forget. Uh, And between Mars and Uranus retrograde. Oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Inconjuncts are like kind of frustrating, but really, I don't want to dwell on these smaller aspects that have already passed. I want to focus on the larger ones that we've gone through, and that is a new moon in Libra that happened on the 6th. So Libra is about relationships and balance and it's about partnerships and one-on-one relationships with people. It's an important sign and it is ruled by Venus. Venus also rules Taurus. So Venus is um, about, can be about our finances, how we make our money and linking that up with natural talents, learned skills and our morals and values. So it's a big deal and self-worth. 
And that all plays a part in our relationships. So something to think about. What do you want to see grow or what would you like to move forward with in this next moon cycle? Or until, you know, it's really interesting to make note of, you know, new plans that you would like to move forward with in any given new moon. And then six months later, when it's a full moon in that sign again, uh, it's interesting to look back if you keep track of your new moon goals to sort of reassess how far you've come or what sort of um, because you know what I don't think we give ourselves enough credit or enough positive celebration just giving that to ourselves for all that we've done in any amount of time but say a six month period of time we could you know we I'm sure it's uh, we don't even like think about um, how far we've come with goals and, and things that's all I'm saying I'm saying that we need to give ourselves a, a, a round of applause or a pat on the back or something but if you think about it when Libra has its full moon sort of uh, you know take some time and celebrate how you've moved forward with any Libran goals that you've set for yourself in this new moon now I hope that made sense <laughs> um, do 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 uh, Pluto went direct on the sixth Wow how you doing and that is transformation power control manipulation shadow side stuff it's in the sign of Capricorn which all is all about our work our long-term goals who we are in the world etc so that's pretty cool that should be feeling pretty good because we have certainly in that time of retrograde we've uh, healed certain things we've transformed certain things we're different people now so that's great <laughs> then Venus entered the sign of Sagittarius the Sun was conjunct Mars the Sun was conjunct Mercury retrograde and Mercury retrograde was conjunct Mars that was all the 7th 8th and 9th the 10th Saturn went direct in Aquarius woohoo you know I can actually feel that I can feel the difference in stress levels or I don't know I just feel more clear and then I've noticed how in different ways people are moving forward with different work projects and it just makes sense because Saturn's direct so it's like things are going to start moving forward Aquarius is all about new innovative ideas so that's cool that happened yesterday so let's talk a little more about what's going on this week we have Venus sextile Saturn Venus in Sagittarius Saturn newly direct remember in Aquarius that is on the 13th so sextiles are positive aspects where we can use our known skills and talents to 
seize an opportunity and move forward somehow. Ooh, I noticed we've got some trines going on. That's cool. Uh, there's a trine on the 15th between the Sun and Jupiter retrograde, the Sun in Libra, Jupiter retrograde in um, Aquarius. Woohoo! Then um, there's another nice trine happening between Venus and Chiron retrograde. Again, Venus and Sagittarius. That's very inspired energy, by the way. Sagittarius is about learning and exploring and uh, it's a fire sign. So, you know, there's a lot of energy and passion there. It's about travel. Uh, yeah, learning new things, though, definitely. Higher uh, education, higher learning. So think about how you can use the Venus energy, which is harmony, love, and um, Chiron energy, which is healing and transforming anger. That's an Aries. Um, and it's an inner experience because Chiron's ret retrograde right now. So because the fact that Aries is there, Mars rules Aries, Mars is, you know, the god of war. <laughs> Mars, you can really um, key into your anger and rage with the help of Mars. So whatever is there needs to be healed and uh, get to it. You Trines are wonderful opportunities for some good energy to be felt and experienced and Venus is very healing in and of itself. So see what you can do. And then on the 16th, because Venus is quintile Jupiter retrograde as well on the same day. And Mercury retrograde is sextile Venus. Hoo, hoo, hoo. There's a lot of potential for healing. Venus is busy. And the fact that Jupiter is there with the quintile. Quintiles point to places of genius within. So um, the Venus quintile Jupiter retrograde just sounds like there's a lot of opportunity there. There's a lot of good stuff happening on the 16th in terms of positive aspects. Then on the 17th, there's a square between the sun and Pluto. Well, you can't have it all. Squares ask for some sort of action on our part. And again, Pluto can be about, you know, our shadow side stuff, sex, death, and taxes. The sun is in Libra. That's about relationships. So, um, you know, Pluto can be about intimacy too. Pluto's in Capricorn. So it's like relationship to authority and who we are in the world. I mean, there's a lot of stuff mixed up in there, right? But it takes some sort of action related to healing. Um, healing your relationships. Healing your power and control issues within your relationships. Jupiter goes direct on the 18th the next day. And then Mercury goes direct on the 18th. Woo -hoo -hoo -hoo. The 18th is another big day. And there's Mars trying Jupiter on the 18th. Oh, the, the 18th wins it. The 18th is the winner of the week. When is that? That's next Monday. It's a week from today. Woo, that is... And when these planets go direct, they're felt more powerful, powerfully 
beforehand, like around and after as well, but the days surrounding it, you know, so, whoo, so, okay, all these retrograde planets, they're starting to go direct, which is awesome, um, so I was just talking about, like, how they were all still retrograde, and now it looks, it appears that they're all turning direct, Pluto, and Saturn, and now, um, Jupiter and Mercury, well, that is very welcome. And then I just want to point out on the 20th, there's going to be a full moon in Aries. Whoo! So you, there's opportunity to move toward some sort of goals. Definitely with the Aries energy there too. <laughs> All right. And then we'll talk more, you know, uh, next week about what else is upcoming but this is a very good week that is um, positively poised for transformation <laughs> and good vibes but you gotta you gotta work it so go for it and again there's the 16th and the 18th that are looking very positive all right well well uh you know Good luck. Keep on keeping on. I know you can do it. Remember, every day, look for ways to be and stay calm and balanced. Ha ha ha. <laughs> dur, dur, dur. Yes, calm and balanced. Very important. Very important. So, I'm going to move to the guidance card portion of the podcast now. I'm going to take a moment and ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment to clear your mind, do some conscious breathing. I will be back shortly. Thank you. I'm back. So, um, please flip out a card or cards for listeners for this next week to, um, you know, for guidance. All right. The Hierophant flipped out. Woohoo! Number five in the Major Arcana. Uh, it's titled Nothingness or No Thingness in the Osho Zen Tarot deck, and it's a totally blank card that is dark it is black it's like it's like uh, the blackness you see when you close your eyes or um, the darkness of the womb before life springs forth um, the darkness of space before the big bang so there's potential and the hierophant is about um, it is about religion. It's about spirituality. It is uh, the modern mystic. It can also be about societal uh, structures and programs. It has to do with education, hospitals, healthcare, governmental programs, things like that. So, let's see what else comes out. <laughs> 
The Hierophant in the traditional tarot it features um, a someone in the church in in a religious position um, and it is about you know when it comes to um, spirituality and uh, religions it's about the individual who can act as a conduit between God universal energy source spirit and um, the earth like the people so again there there is a great uh, religious spiritual um, meaning to the card because it does feature in the traditional tarot it just does feature the church now the seven of cups flipped out projections very interesting in the Osho Zen it features a, a man and a woman looking at each other but then there's like an aura like a projected image of themselves that extends outwards so it's kind of like it's a reminder um, to make sure that we are indeed seeing what we think we're seeing and we're understanding um, what is being said because I come from the perspective I think people misunderstand things 90% uh, of the time and that the things we see it's all about um, what we think and that colors what we see and how we see it and that's why you know people you can look at a given situation and you can take you know seven different people and they will all interpret what's going on or interpret <laughs> what's going on differently according to their perceptions their opinions their um, subconscious you know um, what they're going through that day so and particularly because it's still mercury retrograde make sure that you're understanding things clearly and um, that includes communications with others ask you know is this what you mean is this what you're so you're saying you know blah 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 double check with people because it's really easy to misunderstand all too easy all right we have patience seven of pentacles showing up uh, it features a woman who's pregnant and she's got wonderful rainbow healing um, colors imbued in in the card and the moon cycles above her head so this is about having patience oh that's so hard isn't it <laughs> it can be it can be because things can oftentimes move super slow um, in the earthly realm here but it's worth it you can't rush things before their time I mean the baby's gonna be due when the time is right the plant or the flower blooms when the time is right according to divine timing and um, so it goes for all things in our life you know divine timing we can't really rush you can't force a flower to bloom you can't force it open with a hammer right there's a quote 
something about forcing a, f a flower, um, the petals open with a hammer. That uh, that is not the way to do it. I mean, I suppose you can, but uh, don't. <laughs> Who would want to? It's not right. It's not right. You can't rush things before their time. So relax. All right. Speaking of relaxing, the tower just showed up. Thunderbolt. Hello. And then understanding, which is the page of cups. We've got healing, which is the king of cups. And we've got flowering, which is the queen of pentacles. So this is really cool. All right. Because just the titles of the cards alone, thunderbolt, understanding, healing, and flowering. So Thunderbolt is uh, like Uranus. Uranus is epiphanies. It is um, unexpected change and enlightenment. So, and it's also divine timing. I mean, here I am going on and on about, you know, the wonders of divine timing. That's what the tower is. Thunderbolt. Things, it's like when we don't pay attention enough or we don't... Um, you, usually God Universal Energy sends us signs and um, you know if things reach a certain point where stuff breaks down in our life in terms of relationships you know we get fired from a job or whatever I mean it runs the gamut it's because it was meant to we're meant to be redirected we're meant to you know we've strayed too far off the path that we're meant to be on so sometimes divine energy comes in and just kind of like turns our life upside down a little bit with unexpected change because we need to get this, the steering correct again. Um, there's divine timing, divine order, um, and it's, it's actually, like they say, um, rejection can be your protection. It's that kind of thing. So whenever we have tower moments in our life, large or small, it's really important to examine them and say, well, you know, what is some underlying, what is a more spiritual uh, way that I can interpret this? What, what can I learn? How should I be using my energy to get through this in as positive a way as possible? That kind of thing. And the fact that understanding the Page of Cups is the very next card because this tower, this Thunderbolt card is about having a new understanding of things, coming away with a, building a new foundation. Um, things have fallen apart that are not meant for us anymore. So it's having a new understanding. And on this card, it features a white dove who is in a cage and the door is open and they're about to fly out and join like a whole flock of free flying other doves. It's beautiful. So it's all about freedom. Page is about youthfulness and inspiration. Cups is love and compassion. It's very, it's a beautiful, innocent kind of energy. Then you have King of Cups healing. Um, King of Cups is totally like in charge of 
all the positive emotions of love, compassion, kindness. Oh, it's beautiful. And healing, the healing on this card, it features a, there's a figure with like different chakras that are all lit up. And then there's like superimposed hands hovering over the, the figure. So it implies literal energy healing that can be done. And then there's the Queen of Pentacles flowering, which is blooming. Features a beautiful woman sitting on a lotus flower. There's water, there's greenery, there's rainbow colors. She's wearing um, uh, jewel, beautiful jewelry flowers in her hair. There's like a white orb around her. There's outer space. It's gorgeous. So you have a, a king and a queen. They're different suits, but not very different. I mean, cups and pentacles. And pentacles is about our home, health, family security finances so um they kind of play into each other right i mean that's the ultimate to get i mean all all of the suits are important because wands is passion and energy and swords has to do with the mind and logic and reason but cups which is love and pentacles which is home family, security, health. Whoo! Those two together are beautiful. So this is saying that through some kind of epiphany or tower moment, um, there's going to be a new understanding. A new understanding of an, like a new feeling of love and healing and blooming. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Alright, and that could come maybe you know, you can explore a new aspect of spirituality when it comes to yourself. Again, there's the Hierophant, there's Seven of Cups. Seven of Cups can be choices as well, like confusion. Um, but it, this is the projections cards. And I said, just be conscious of, of how you're thinking and that you could be misunderstanding things. All right, that's super important, like throughout life. Um, and then there's the seven of pentacles patience two sevens that's pretty cool um and then tower page of cups king of cups queen of pentacles let's see if there's any final cards as we wrap up but that's pretty cool i mean this is a very beautiful reading any final cards so have patience Learn something, look into education, look into expanding or deepening your spirituality. Connection with God, universal energy, source spirit, God being shorthand for good. Very, very important. Get clear. Do what you can to get clear. Seven of Cups is confusi confusion some, sometimes. Um, but just know that we, we don't see the world as it is most of the time we see the world as we are so whether we're hurt angry bitter um, or uh, generous of spirit heart compassion kindness I mean we see the world like the wor world reflects back to us our inner being so that that is important that plays a part in how we see other people and how we interpret things. So
So, don't worry about whatever tower moment or epiphany this is that's coming. It's worth it. It's good stuff. It'll lead you to new love and new health and new um, security and blooming. So nothing else is coming out right now. That might be it. Let me check. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me check something. All right. So that is it. And bottom of the deck is five of cups. So it's titled Clinging to the Past. And it does feature someone who is in um, like beggar, beggar clothes because the clothes are worn and patched and that kind of thing. You can't see who they are because they're holding a huge concrete block of like memories. I mean, it's um, voices, memories, that kind of thing. But so be mindful of what you're carrying around with you that could be preventing you from seeing again. It's like this con confusion of, of what we're seeing. Um, this individual is not able to see this huge ace of cups behind them. There's the biggest, you know, goblet, the, the one big ace of cups, which is the be all end all wonderful, mwah, glorious love, compassion, new beginnings, blessings from divine. Um, because they're too burdened with this big concrete block that they're carrying around. So be mindful of that. And underneath that is Queen of Wands, sharing. Queen of Wands is the hostess with the mostess. Um, nutrition, light, love, warmth, um, blooming. Um, you know, just giving of oneself in different ways, including giving to ourself what we need. Because then there's the fool under that new beginnings, starting fresh, new inspired energy that can possibly be coming from that page of cups. So, but in order to be the fool where you can, you know, step off and, and fly with new, a new lightness of being because you leave all your baggage behind, you got to put down that big concrete block, right? to be able to to be able to fly and see where you're going um, and that is going to be it I think for today yeah it's overall like good stuff I don't know for some reason I feel very um like I'm reluctant to end the podcast and I don't know why. Uh, is there anything else that I meant to see or say from the cards? I do want to say that um, these final three cards, it's interesting because in the first one, the figure is holding the heavy block with both arms. And in the second one, both arms are holding the queen of uh, wands, the sharing card. She's holding a plate that has grapes, pomegranate, 
There's a lit candle that's burning very brightly with a wonderful aura. Just the whole card is glowing with this vitality and warmth. And uh, in the third card, the Fool, it's very much like the traditional Rider Waite Smith Tarot card. Um, and the figure on it is is stepping off the mountain side with arms outstretched. Um, in the right hand is a bouquet that's being held up to outer space, God, universal energy, um, source spirit. And so the arms, something about the arms, the hands are filled with something. The first, in the first card, the hands are filled with stuff we have to let go of that we're clinging to. Um, in the second card, it's filled with stuff that we're offering others. We're sharing of ourselves, things that light, warmth, nutrition, things that are positive and healthy and vibrant. And in the third card, we're offering a bouquet to God, universal energy, <laughs> divine energy, which is beautiful, beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll leave you with that to, to think about for this next week, okay? So, thank you so much for listening. Um, keep on keeping on. I know it's a, a difficult time, but it seems as though the energies are, this next week, the energies are going to be quite positive. So, um, look for it, anticipate it, work it. And um, as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.